2: Lock and load.
0: This is Steve Dace. The Steve Day Show. And greetings. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Steve Dace Show, live and on demand, right here, exclusively on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast, because no one else would have us. I am Steve Dace, Aaron McIntyre, and Todd and are here with us as well. If you'd like to join us today, let us know what you think about what we think via the com inbox that's steve at com. that's how you can email us d-e-a-c-e is how to spell the last name like us on facebook me gab and parlor follow us on twitter at Steve Dace show and if you want free clips of the program that are uncensored unfiltered and you can uh, watch sample and then hopefully share go to rumble.com stevedace show again that's rumble.com slash Steve Dace show. If you like the glasses I'm wearing right now and you're in the market for a new pair, particularly if, like me, you have a problematic prescription, you know me, I can't just be farsighted or nearsighted, I've got to be a little bit of both. That's why I have to get these progressive lens. They can be problematic in terms of uh, getting glasses that don't make me look even worse than I already do. Thankfully, our friends at Better Spectacles have come to the rescue! Uh, they've got German-engineered Rodenstock eyewear for the first time in the U.S. 144-year-old company, over 500 patents. Ronald Reagan himself wore these glasses. Now you can to well, not like literally the ones Reagan wore, but made by Rodenstock. Okay, so you can wear those as well. And hey, any kind of prescription, they will work. But they specialize; their specialty. Obi-Wan is with difficult prescriptions like progressives. If you want to give it a shot right now, they'll give you the same treatment in a store with one of their outstanding opticians that you'll get online with a teleoptical appointment right now at betterspectacles.com slash Steve. That's betterspectacles.com slash Steve. Uh, and when you go there, 61% off their spec lenses with free handcrafted rodent stock frames to get you started. 61% percent off uh, again when you go to better spectacles better steve coming up on the show here today of course we will have our fun game of buy seller hold coming up in the next segment of the program the weekly Profit of woe and lamentation daniel horowitz will be joining us as well but we begin as we typically do with aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away
3: What happened while we were away brought to you by the definition of a very carefully worded statement. The National Security Agency responded to Fox News' Tucker Carlson's allegations that the agency is spying on him. Quote, On June 28, 2021, Tucker Carlson alleged the National Security Agency has been monitoring our electronic communications and is planning to leak them in an attempt to take this show off the air. This allegation is untrue. Tucker Carlson has never been an intelligence target of the agency, and the NSA has never had any plans to take his program off the air. NSA has a foreign intelligence mission. We target foreign powers to generate insights on foreign activities that could harm the United States, yada, yada, yada. You'll recall Tucker Carlson never alleged he was the target merely that the NSA was monitoring his communications. The Democratic primary for New York City mayor is in chaos right now after the New York City Board of Elections last night admitted they accidentally counted test ballots totaling 135,000 votes. This comes after former Sanitation Commissioner Catherine Garcia had curiously closed the gap between her and Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams, who was in the lead. The count will be rerun, after the data is cleaned up learning Chinese today today's phrase is do we know who won the
2: 2020 Iowa Democrat caucuses
3: Biden Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm says the collapse of a condo in Surfside Florida last week surprisingly is not the fault of white supremacy
1: do you think that climate would have played a role in that building's collapse. Well, obviously we don't know fully, but we do know that that the seas are rising. I mean, we know that we're losing inches and inches of beaches, not just in Florida, but all around. Um, You know, Lake Michigan, where I'm from, they, you know, we've seen the loss of beaches because the, the waters are rising. So. You know, this is a phenomenon that will continue.
3: It's official now. Former college football legend Herschel Walker is running for Senate in Georgia. He'll be taking on incumbent Raphael Warnock. In Ohio, Democrat lawmakers in the State House started pounding their desks and yelling like maniacs as State Representative Jenna Powell proposed an amendment to add a bill banning dudes from competing on women's sports teams.
2: Across our country, tree, female athletes are currently losing scholarships opportunities, medals, education and training opportunities. This amendment will require schools that are part of the OHSAA to designate separate teams for participants of the biological sex. No No school interscholastic conference or organization that regulates interscholastics shall permit biological males to participate on athletic team or an athletic competition designated only for biological female
3: participants. Learning Morse code today, today's phrase is, have you come here to torture us before the appointed time? Another example of vote GOP no matter what. In Arkansas, Governor Asa Hutchinson says, if rates of COVID infections in his state continue to rise, he'll consider locking things back down and implementing the mask mandate once more. Back in April, Hutchinson himself signed a law banning statewide and local mask mandates in his state. In Pella, Iowa, the aquatic center there is letting a teenage girl walk around pool premises topless because she identifies as a dude. According to the Iowa Standard, the pool's policy was set by the city council and allows anyone to, quote, wear the clothing necessary in line with their gender identity rather than their biological sex. In yet another win for the patriarchy, a 27-year-old dude named Cataluna Enriquez has won the Miss Nevada beauty pageant. And now a headline that sums up critical race theory, this from Vice, America's first black billionaire wants his reparations check now. Professional Marxist and race baiter Ibram Kendi has some words soup for the soul. It is critical
2: for, for white people, for people uh, in general, to, to stop denying their their racist ideas
1: do you believe that white
2: americans are inherently racist oh i do not and, and indeed in how to be an anti-racist i make the case that we shouldn't believe that anyone is inherently racist or that we should identify anyone as a racist
3: and finally this headline from the babylon b doctors no longer recommending antidepressants for white males since they are supposed to feel bad And that's what happened while we were away.
0: Aaron's Montage brought to you by real estate agents I trust. If you are getting into the real estate market, home values are soaring right now. I know of people that are selling their homes to move into apartments. Uh, for the time being because the kids are growing up or gone and they don't need that house and it's worth so much more than what they bought it for that they just in good capitalistic conscience can't just be sitting on a nest egg like that any longer without liquidating it. That could be you. It could be you want to escape the Delta Scariant Blue States or the Rhino States. Asa Hutchinson ain't going to do that, folks, by the way. Just as a, a commercial within a commercial. He ain't going to do that Because there's not enough security detail in Arkansas for him to do that, okay? They let him do it once. I don't think they're going to let him do it twice. Especially that guy who's already pissed them all off on three or four other issues, okay? That's virtue signaling for deface the nation. But if you're thinking, just in case, I need to get the hell out of here, whether that's Arkansas or anywhere else, you're going to need an agent that you can trust to guide you through the process, especially in these unprecedented times. Bing. yes so where would you find such an agent well i just gave you the name and it kind of says it all head over to realestateagentsitrust.com again that is realestateagentsitrust.com. Coming up in the overtime today, our friends of the Trafalgar Group are back with another poll looking at what Americans do or do not want done in response to the Delta Scariot. We will break down that data for you and analyze it and give our response. That's coming up in the overtime today, which we will record following today's live show for all of our Blaze TV subscribers. It will then be uploaded for you on demand to watch at your convenience later today at tvcom slash dace. That's blazetv.com slash dace, and that's also where you can go if you're not yet a Blaze TV subscriber and you want to catch the overtime and all the exclusive content made just for you here at Blaze TV each day, free of big tech censorship, blazetv.com slash dace is where you can go as well to get a discounted subscription. Where to begin in the overtime? A a quick note on the the thing at the Pella Aquatic Center. For those of you that don't know, all right, because you've never been to Iowa, um, you don't know the makeup or the demographics of Iowa. Pella is perhaps the most conservative community in the state of Iowa. I mean, it—it's called Pella, all right. It's Dutch Christian Reformed. Territory. That's it's about the most. I've been all over this state multiple times. I've done organization and mobilization all over this state all multiple times. Pella is like my favorite city in this state. Why do I tell you this? Because one of the things I ran into when I was elsewhere in rural Iowa the other night is a gentleman came up to me and said, hey, if, the, if it, you get asked about it, can you go after the fact that it's conservative rural areas that are the reason that we actually didn't get the fund the, fund the, uh, the system at the, at the building level education reform this year? It was actually the red counties and the rural areas are why we didn't get it. The squish counties, the squish suburban counties, and the blue counties, um, they were well into, the Republicans in those areas, because the Republicans have total majorities in Iowa, they were all in on this. Now, now this is a, a, an education reform I tried to get my state legislature to do like 10 plus years ago, and they all told me I was nuts, crazy, it could never happen. It's the idea that instead of vouchers or tax credits, uh, whichever way or building you decide to educate your children in, your home. A Christian school, a charter school, whatever the state would have otherwise received for the funding of them being in a government school just goes with you to that building to fund their education. Because even though um, none of my children have ever set foot in a government school in Iowa uh, for the last 20 plus years uh, or or 15 plus years, um, I still get, you know, they're still getting, the state is still getting... Or the districts, anyway, are still getting thirteen thousand dollars a chair for seats in government schools that my kids have never sat in, right? Right. And so, funding at the building level this creates true competition because now, if I walk out, it's similar to any other industry. You know, if the price of gas is ten cents or twenty five cents cheaper at Costco, you than it is your local national chain convenience store. And you, you take that money with you to that building at Costco where you go to pay for the gas, right? And that's how this would work in education. That you would take this money with you at the building level. The funding follows the child at the building level. That the reason we couldn't get it this year is because even though the governor was all for it, and even some of the squishes in the legislature, even they have had enough with critical racist theory and, and virtual learning and, and, and lockdowns. Even the squishes were like enough. We got to get rid of these educrats. It was actually the hard, the hard red rural areas that didn't want to do it. Why? Well, I understand it to a certain degree. I mean, the government school there is a major part of the community. It's the community's identity. High school sports, particularly in a state that doesn't have um, a, lot of, a lot of professional athletics, are a huge industry, a huge part of the community's identity. It, it binds and brings people together. Uh, A lot of districts in Iowa have combined or schools in Iowa have combined sports teams and so you have sister or triplet communities that are aligned together and the fear is that if we take it at the building level, then maybe some of our best athletes or best students decide i'll just take that money with me make an hour commute to cedar rapids des moines iowa city go to a more elite school right okay um and that's a drain for rural iowa which has faced a lot of drainage from uh what happened with maytag leaving here many years ago other consolidation the farm crisis of the 80s on and on and on and on it goes and and i get that angle But one of the myths that you're telling yourselves in these areas, because I was told this too, and besides, we have total control of the education system here, and this stuff couldn't come to us. This stuff couldn't happen to us. Huh. I'm just telling you right now. I've organized and mobilized every sector of this state over the last 15 years. There is no more fertile ground, unless it's changed in six months. I suppose it has. I doubt it. There is no more fertile ground for people like us to till than in Pella, Iowa. And so if this zaniness has seeped in to the public institutions in Pella, Iowa, into the community water table of Pella, Iowa, if you think your community anywhere in America is immune to it, Guys, when people like Rick Santorum, Mike Huckabee, Ted Cruz, when they want to launch conservative insurgent presidential campaigns, Pella's one of the very first stops they make. Okay? If it's in the water table there, folks, that a chick's walking around topless in Pella, where the city's closed on Sunday still, okay? If a chick's walking around topless at the Aquatic Center in Pella, if you think your community where you live, is immune to this. You would be wrong. You would be wrong. You have any thoughts on that, Todd?
2: This is the price of freedom, Steve. I'm reliably
3: told. In fact, I, I would take it to the, the the level that if you think you are in a community like that, that you just described, Steve, like Appella, Iowa, really one of the last few slices of old-fashioned Americana still left. A small town with great median wages because of a couple of factories there with strong Dutch and Reformed theology and heritage dominated by that. It's actually,
0: that's the reason why that's happening there. Yeah, this is a because demonic troll. Exactly. Yes. That speaking of demonic trolls that's what went on in the Ohio legislature there that's not I mean I used to have fun doing this you watch the, uh, the British Parliament debates on C-span did you ever did you do, do that before? Oh yes. and the screaming and the yelling and everything that's not what that was that is a seething that is a frothing that is that's not lucid What's in that video? That's demonic. That is a demonic seething, is what that is. There's, and so there's two angles in that video that we have highlighted on this show a lot recently. One, I just already mentioned. What, it, what again, is when we say the spirit of the age, what do we mean? The demonic manifestation of the cultural and socio-political forces... We are up against. Exhibit A, that video from the Ohio State Legislature. The spirit of the age don't care about no mansplaining, okay? In fact, it's here to tell you what's a man. Not to mention the fact, even before we beg that question, we got rid of most of them in this culture anyway, okay? Okay.
2: You know that by the fact that not one of those men in that video got up and kicked that dude's
0: Which brings me to the second thing I was just about to say, great minds think alike. Here is a brave young woman standing up in the face. This is how many times have we seen this in the last year? A brave young woman stands up in the face of that maelstrom and the men behind her, First of all, on a lot of these occasions, the men aren't there. They're the ones bullying. And if they are, if there is a man in the video, it's who's bullying women like this, right? But the men that just stand there and do nothing, nothing. Would you let somebody do that to your wife and daughter? Yes, you would. That's why they're doing it to you in your legislature. They tried it on you first. When they realized it worked, they thought, well, we'll just take this all the way up the food chain. Let's just go the head to the Capitol dome while we're at it. You guys aren't going to fight us on a granular level. You're not going to fight us on a molecular level. You're not going to stand up to us on an individual level. Cool. Once we're done with the pawns, we'll just make our way to the rooks, the bishops, the kings and the queens. Checkmate. how weak must you men in this legislature be that they even thought they could behave this way and then got away with it and the moment where she turns to she turns to the men behind her they're largely flaccid disinterested barely paying attention she turns to the men behind her and then they 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 kind of like oh yeah this is you have like you know the sourpuss looks on their faces that's what Boniface did. You know, he went and he went and, uh, and, and evangelized the Norsemen. And while they rejected him and threatened his life and instead um, went back to worship their Odin tree, Boniface gave him like a sourpuss look. Sad emoji. Yeah, gave him a sad emoji, a sourpuss look. And I can't even eye roll. No, dude. All five foot four, whatever he was, of Boniface, grabbed their damn axe from their hands, walked over to the Odin tree in their grill, and chopped it down in their face. That's what he did. That's, he did that instead. Could have given him a sourpuss glance, could have a a, a sad emoji, uh, an I can't even eye roll, could have done that. Chances we would know the name Boniface 1400 years later, do you think? Low? No. Lower At the very least, lower, yes. right? Let alone he would become sainted. Um, no, we, we know this dude's name because he didn't do those things because he was a dude, okay? Because he was a dude. He didn't do that. He confronted. Because that's what dudes do. It's one of the primary things we're on this earth to do is confront demonic, bratty behavior like that. And that video from Mike DeWine stan trying to think, how does how does a guy with a negative integer T level like Mike DeWine get elected governor of the bucknut state, right? Because as a Michigan fan, you know, our cultures between these two states are like intertwined our entire lives, right? I mean, you can get Michigan football has like an official affiliate in Columbus, Ohio. That's how obsessed we both sides are with this rivalry going back and forth. It's the only two states that have ever threatened to declare war on each other. That's kind of the origin of it. And so from the Michigan perspective, we always have like, even though we have talked down about it, it's it's because it's a it's a compensation mechanism. We've frankly been jealous at the level of, of of frenzy and zealotry you guys have. While most of the fans in our stadium, when we stand up to watch a game, yell at us to sit down because they can't see. That's I, I, and if later on if anybody ever cl- claims and quotes me on saying that, I'm going to deny I admitted this. All right, because I'll get my Michigan fan card <laughs> pulled. But it's the truth. The reason we mock the level of zealotry and frenzy. That doesn't mean there aren't some people that have earned the name Bucknut, okay? But the reason that we mock a lot of the reason we mock the frenzy and zealotry that Ohio State fans have is because we're kind of jealous of it because I mean, if you haven't been told to sit down at Michigan Stadium by your own fans, it's cause you're less than ninety three, okay? I mean, that's just it's just a part and parcel with the experience. we Our shows are about how do we get our people fired up. Local shows in Ohio about how can we stop people from going to jail, okay? In that state, how does Mike DeWine become governor of that state? How does that happen? And maybe the fact that John Kasich became governor of it first is a hint. But, you know, Kasich had a persona in the Congress as a hard conservative budget hawk. Remember when he used to fill in for Bill O'Reilly? You can kind of see where nobody kind of knew you were going to get this John Kasich when he first ran for governor, right? He just went there and um, and... Feminized, Fair? Yeah. De- DeWine, everybody should have seen coming. Like, you can't get fooled by a Kasich type twice in a row. You just can't. And, and you ended up with the absolute wimpiest, most pathetic excuse for a biological male governor in the United States of America over the last year and a half, regardless of party. Yeah, I'm including people like Newsom and everything else because they, they, they're using this for power. That's a very masculine instinct. It might be the wrong direction of the of 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 its application, correct? Mm-hmm. But but it's dude, Gavin Newsom would whoop Mike DeWine's ass in a fight. Not even it wouldn't even last like a round. Okay? DeWine's out like, you know, uh, citing some obscure philosopher while, you know, Newsom's giving him wedgies and making making him eat his underwear, okay? I mean, I, I, no. The blue state governors did it for power. The red state wusses, they did it because they they believed it. They thought they were the hero of the story, not the villain. That's kind of sad, right? Pathetic. If you want to know, apparently there's all kinds of Mike DeWines in your legislature based on that video. All, all kinds of them. Like your Republican legislature in Ohio is just like, well, legion with Mike DeWine types. Because... I gotta tell you, man. If I'm in that legislature, let me just say this: best case scenario is an all-time verbal whipping takes place. Worst case scenario is I'm getting you're you're getting you're getting um, uh, you're facing cancel culture attempts to crowdfund my bail money. If that's me, okay. And those men just freaking sat there. They just sat there. It goes to what I told you yesterday. When you have as much freedom and as many guns as we do, you cannot be conquered. the The other side cannot win. You can only lose. The spirit of the age isn't winning, we're losing. Who the hell can't beat an enemy that just sits on their ass like those Ohio legislators do? One of the things that's most traumatized me in my work, can I get personal for a second?
2: Yeah, it'll prevent me from getting personal. Okay.
0: (laughs) Let me just be a guy named Steve and not a talk show host or a spokesperson or an author. Just a dude. I'm just a guy named Steve now, okay? I've met so many rich and powerful people in in this business the last decade, so many of them. And I can tell you, man, I can count on less than a hand how many of them I thought, yeah, I can see where he got where he is. The vast majority of them, I came away, in fact, over 95% of them, I've come away thinking, how the hell is that guy richer and more powerful than me? Because I mean, I, I mean, in, in 10 minutes, man, I got this guy wrapped around a telephone pole mentally, spiritually, philosophically, intellectually, just aggressively. The amount of these guys I, I, I'm just there's a prominent Christian conservative leader I'm told was a marine once, and he's so beta, I'm just like, how? How? How did that happen? Because I'm like, I wouldn't last like a day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I couldn't last like a day if I tried it. First day of camp, I'm like tapping up. Get him a body bag, basically. You know, you're wheeling me out of there. And his organization has a massive list, does, wins no races, Has puts on a ma- major events, influences no races. Like, I can't come up with a single race. We, had a, we, we were aligned with him on the cruise campaign, couldn't even win his home state. I mean, he's just totally beta. And I'm told, like, in another life, he was a marine, and I'm like, I, I don't see it. Like could you see Jesse Kelly, our buddy Jesse Kelly was once well, of course, you're never a former Marine, right? But could you see he was a Marine? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I can see it. You guys know the name I'm talking about. I won't say it on the air. you know I what I'm do. talking about. I do. Could you see that guy the first man on the beachhead? Could you see that? No. Based on what you've seen from him politically for the last 10-plus years. No. No. I've, and, and most of the males in this business, whether in office or running for office, or the guys that donate to the people that win office, are so beta. You're just like, where? I thought I was going to go head to head with Gordon Gecko types, you know, Lee Iacocca types. These are the kids we swirled in football practice, man. I mean, who is this? And and that's who most of the males in power in America are. Particularly ones wearing our jersey, which is why you see scenes like that one in Ohio. And why you don't see those kinds of scenes in the California legislature, for example, when they stand up to do something crazy, you don't see any of our people just stand up and say, "Uh, according to Lord God of hosts, we ain't doing that here. Now, that might sound nuts, but I'd kind of like to see somebody get nuts once, wouldn't you? Yes. Just maybe once. 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 that commercial break was one of my favorite times of the day because it was built bar time and you know i I think we don't talk enough about the everyday flavors they have at built bar because you know me i like variety i like to be the contrarian so i love variants Uh, i love when they come up with the specialty flavors that's why i like pumpkin spice and in the fall the mint you know stuff in the winter time i love the specialty flavors right so when they come out i'm i'm i mean it's it's a moth to a flame. I'm busting out the check or the wallet. I'm ordering the specialty flavor every single time. But if if you if you want to do it now when they don't have a specialty flavor out, it was the it was the original variety box that got me hooked. And I mean, I heard from the first host that uh, on a sports podcast talking about how the coconut one tasted like a Mounds bar. And I'm like, come on. A protein bar is not going to taste like a Mounds bar until this one does. All right, The everyday flavors are great in and of themselves, whether it is uh, the coconut, whether it's the raspberry, uh, the, uh, the peanut butter brownie, um, so many great flavors. Coconut almond, if you're more of an almond joy type. Uh, all so many great flavors. If you like Christmas, chocolate covered cherries are big at Christmas, right? They've got uh, a chocolate covered cherry bar as well. The 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 regular everyday variety box is great in and of itself. And with those nine flavors, you're talking about 17 grams of protein. Uh, 130 calories a piece, only four grams of sugar, only four grams of net carbs. You cannot beat that in any candy bar or any taste like this in any protein bar. If you want to give it a shot or come back again, built.com is where to go. B-U-I-L-T for built.com. Get 15% off your first order or next order when you go to built.com and use the promo code dace that's d-e-a-c-e for built.com we now turn to one of our favorite segments of the week it is buy seller hold aaron With a lot of help from his friends, that would be you in the audience. We'll throw to you and I, Todd, a series of posits, postulations, predictions, prophecies, or just really cheesy lists. You and I will decide, do we buy this, sell it? No topic is off limits. Uh, But if yours is really lame, once per show, we're permitted a hold because it is beneath even our own mediocre intellect. If, however, you use your hold for any other reason... Those demonically possessed members of the Ohio legislature get to come to your living room and demonically troll you in your own house for at least an hour. Yes, that's your punishment for they were using actually, a hold.
3: They were actually tapping the verse that I
0: quoted in Morse code That's on, a, that on their was, tables. That was very clever of you, by the way. I, I saw what you did there. I like that.
2: There will be no holds. <laughs>
3: All right, Aaron, you may begin. We'll start with a couple of uh, suggestions from moi, and uh, one that uh, didn't get in on Twitter. Uh, first one, I, I think I've, I think I've put, I've thrown this out there before. Have the past, or I'm sorry, the past five years, have changed your opinion on
0: Edward Snowden? Um, so that would bring us to 2016. Yep, I'm going to sell because I was already. I've mentioned in the past, there's a couple of arguments my libertarian friends have won with me over the years, okay? The Snowden argument is one of them. Now, if anything, it's maybe changed me the other way just simply because I don't trust anybody that has to go to Russia and Putin for sanctuary. You know what I'm saying? I I, kind of think maybe it's just me, but I kind of think Putin doesn't just offer something like that out of the kindness of his own heart. Or just because he's a really... Just a pro liberty fella, right? Is that fair? Yeah, I gotta believe there's some form of a, as Biden would put it, quid uh, pro quo. If to get sanctuary uh, from Putin may require something transactional, fair? Yeah. So I have been very concerned about what was the toll to get on the uh, the Putin freedom road. Okay, but the principle of that he works as a public servant, he worked for us and not for um, NSA or uh, the intelligence community. And that therefore, if he is spotting abuses of the Constitution, he was right to blow the whistle on those things. Uh, you know, those are arguments that uh, my libertarian friends have one had won with me previous to the last five years. The idea, I used to be the kind of conservative that believed those, you know, a, a surveillance state post 9-11 was okay when our guys were in charge of it okay? Because we had to catch the bad guys before they did bad stuff, right? But one of the arguments that our libertarian friend, my libertarian friends won with me, is whenever you ask government to do something, make sure you remember, like our mama's taught us, it ain't no fun when the rabbits got the gun. Are you prepared for what happens when a pharaoh who knows not Joseph is wielding that power now, right? And... And not to mention, I have a completely different view of Dick Cheney than I did, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, too. So, no, I mean, I, 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 I'm, if, if my view has changed at all, it is, what has he been doing for Putin all this time? Because we hear about hacks and everything else, right? What's the what's the cost of Putin keeping him there and is, and free all these years? There had to be something, man. Putin got something out of the deal. But the principle of what he blew the whistle on uh no i i I'm in favor of what he did on that on that level,
2: yeah, Sal. the truth is not a respecter of persons uh it's it's not a grown up take to simply uh have an emotion about a person first and then have that dictate your opinion of every word that you mean comes like Cheeto Jesus saves, saves or orange man exactly. bad? yeah, I mean we right now listen when it comes to matters of first principles, closed fist things, and faith the folks on this show have huge rabid arguments with the likes of Bill Maher, but Bill Maher could have been the co-host of the Steve day show for the last two, three months. So because he uttered the truth and the truth all emanates from the God we claim, uh, serve. And as Steve says, the rain falls on the just and the unjust alike. And sometimes the truth comes out of a donkey donkey's backside. So, If you really want the truth, then you have to be open to the fact that it comes from—I mean, wasn't it—heck, just speaking of Putin, wasn't it just like last week or two weeks ago where Putin flat out said, wait a second. Right. Yeah. Um, If you want the truth, you really have to want the truth, no matter what mouth it comes out of.
3: It's interesting it's, it's really, because I, I, I don't know. I, and I would end up somewhere where you guys are as well. Nobody asked. Um, I would end up where, where kind of both of you guys are. Where It doesn't really matter what Snowden's motivations were, uh, what he exposed, and, and now no. I, at that time, though, I don't know about you guys. At that time when that was breaking, I thought, this is an effort to smear America. Because I thought, he's trying to make America look bad. Didn't even consider that this would be a possibility. Mm-hmm. Now we've got a, a, the, the, the number one most watched uh, cable news show claiming that the NSA is uh, spying on their, on their electronic communications. So in, in that respect, yeah, I would say my opinion has, has changed a little bit. Also, I, I would say, wasn't he living in Hawaii? I think Hawaii and a six-figure income. Uh, moving to Moscow is a little bit of a downgrade, but it's still a little bit dubious. Number two... We'll see three to five instances of college athletic locker rooms being torn apart due to name, image, and likeness changes within the next three
0: years.
2: Bye, 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 bye. Folks have no idea where this is going. None.
0: I'm actually going to sell. See, see, you may you may not like the reasons I'm going to sell. And I would hold. Okay. I just don't know. So here, here's why. Here, I, I can see why you would buy. And if you had said sell, I might have just taken the other position, okay? Because I think this is, this is far more negotiable than we believe that it is, all right? Here's why. If name, image, and likeness was introduced in the 1990s, pre-social media, pre-$8 million head coaches, pre-everybody's a brand, um, um, I could see why it would absolutely divide a locker room. It, you, you still have some level of old school mentality still culturally embedded in the, in a meritocracy like football. Um, there's still sort of a, what's set on the mile stays on the mile kind of a thing. Right. Okay. Like we didn't find out what Bear Bryant was doing to the junction boys to like, you know, 10, 20 years after he died. All right. Um, because the idea of just instantly dropping such an individualistic bomb. Keep in mind, when Ed O'Bannon went after the NCAA for using name, image, and likeness in sports video games, the UCLA basketball star in the early 90s, college athletes at the time hated him for this. And Arizona State quarterback Sam Keller did the same thing. College athletes, his teammates, did not like him for doing this. They loved playing the game. They yep. loved seeing themselves in the game. Okay. So they, they, they were not viewed as, you know, Kurt Flood's bringing, uh, you know, uh, you know, with an agent, bringing free agent to baseball and liberating people from a caste system. OK, Th- that was uh, you wanted to be a part of that culture. A lot of kids coming from neighborhoods were that weren't great or didn't have a dad. This was the first family. With a father figure and accountability and real and a brotherhood that they ever experienced. They didn't want to break that up. That's why even, even 10, 15 years ago when Northwestern flirted with a the union, they couldn't even get it passed within their own team, all right? A lot's changed since then, though. The individual aspect of this, the fact that they all have accounts, they all have brands, all view themselves as such. I don't think that this is quite, I don't think this is quite the the divisive instrument we think because it's already, that is, aren't we complaining about that as fans that we're already dealing with Mm. this kind of a me, me, me culture within, within athletics already. This to me, this, this is a manifest. This is just an outlet of a culture within athletics that largely already exists. Kids are already talking about, Hey, you've got 30,000 Instagram. I've only got 10 what's going on. They're already doing that. So I, I don't know. And, and, it, and let's face it, at a lot of these schools, guys are getting paid under the table anyway. So I don't think it's going to be newsflash to the starting right guard when he gets offered 1500 bucks to sign autographs on a Saturday uh, at uh, Bubba Love Sponge, the Boosters car lot in, in Tulsa. And the starting quarterback uh, gets you know $150,000 to do a Nash, to do a statewide television ad for the uh, for for Oklahoma Motors. I don't think that's going to be kind of new information that the quarterback's more valuable than the right guard. They kind of already know this. So I I actually think that I think it's going to be far tougher on coaches than it will be on the players because it's combined with the transfer portal. The idea now that I can just instantly eject any that I want. I don't have to wait my turn. I wonder how this is going to work with programs like yours. all right? Where development and culture at a place like Wisconsin is how you've gotten by being so great with pennies on the dollar budget-wise. Your quarterback is already out there putting his brand out 48 hours before the whole legislation becomes law. I wonder now, are kids going to want to wait three, four years to play linebacker at wisconsin or are they going to be like hey man i could go play right now at tulsa i can go play right now at central florida in orlando that's a major market get thirty thousand instagram followers and monetize those at about what's the ratio your instagram accounts worth like 80 cents for every user or something you have i think those questions are more difficult when you combine it with the transfer portal but internally within the locker room they're already having all these guys are already coming with, I was a top to recruit, I did this, I did that. I, I mean, I don't know that this makes that much of a difference to them.
2: This is going to make things just as stupid as Instant Replay did. It's, it's too smart by half at best. We, we, we keep thinking that this is justice. They had no choice, Todd.
0: Their business model is way exceeded the level of consideration that the athletes are being given. It just, it, 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 they had no choice. They could have put things in years and years and years ago and chose not to. And now they're in a situation where they're all making billions and hundreds of millions of dollars. And even if a college education is a hundred grand without debt, the consideration of what, what a lot of these guys is worth given the other dollars that are at stake, just isn't the same. They, they, they screwed up by not addressing this 10 or 15 years ago, and now here we are, and, and there's nothing they can do about it because ultimately the market has taken over.
2: I fundamentally disagree that the market taking over is an inevitability. The market, like everything else, is the worst form of something except for all the rest of them. If the moral component here is being cast aside with these were ne- the whole uh chattel argument that basically the duke guy what's his face makes um that does color commentary jay billis thank you yeah um i mean i just i i i, I can have a grown-up conversation about compensation we, we we sprinted fast and beat the life out of grown-ups so long ago way the this is victimology 101 these are the people. This is that woman who who uh, the, the um, Babylon Bee mocked who just got third place in the hammer throw. She's so oppressed that she's standing on the podium at the American Olympics, and she feels an injustice because the anthem was played while she's up there. We are getting this stupid at every turn, and we will not have college sports in any way, shape, or form that looks anything
0: like what we have now unless we grow up. I agree with all of that, but I think... I think this is, just like I think the advent of feminism is a, is not the cause of the loss of masculinity in America, but took advantage of it. This did the same thing. The adults didn't do this. The adults could have, they could have offered $10,000, $15,000 living expense grants and everything else. They could have done this 20 years ago. We wouldn't be sitting here. They could have said to the kids, hey, we'll cut you in a free game and you know some kind of $1,500 residual check for using your number and your dreadlocks in the sport they didn't do any of that but why didn't they? because they weren't adults they didn't because they didn't adult now the inmates are going to run the asylum no
2: they had a broader more appropriate sense of the meaning of this life and the good you were getting I actually here's how you here's how you know I mean this I
0: don't believe the NCAA that bills you a billion dollars a year for the NCAA men's basketball tournament had a broader sense of life here's how you know
2: I mean this my daughter this week at a, at college, at a uh, regional Midwest tournament, got offered two Division I scholarships by coaches who saw her play one game. Did she deserve that? No. Does she deserve Title IX? No. It's all a blessing. It's all a gift. She doesn't deserve any of it. It's here, she'll take advantage of it, but she's not a victim of a damn thing if she happens to be good at sports and doesn't get a free ride. It's all a choice. All of it. And she wouldn't be a victim if she didn't get it.
0: There's a lot of truth to that. But when one side is making an immeasurable amount of money and then saying it's tax-free because we're nonprofits, while the other side's consideration level hasn't changed very much at all, you're just not going to win that argument. The adults had ample opportunity to preemptively level the playing field more. They chose not to do so. So now, Katie bar the door. Here we are. Hour 2 is next. Back with Hour 2, live and on demand here on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. Steve Dace here with Todd and Aaron McIntyre, all of you. Let us know what you think about what we think via the SteveDace.com inbox. You can email the show, Steve at SteveDace.com. That's D-E-A-C-E. Uh, you can also like us on Facebook, MeWe, Parlor and Gab. Follow us on Twitter, at Steve Show and get free clips that are uncensored by Big Tech. Uh, at rumble.com slash stevedayshow as well if you are a podcast listener we want to say thank you please hit the five star review there uh, and the subscribe button for us the more of you that do that the more it helps the podcast to grow so many of you thousands literally have done this for us already please thank you and please consider joining their ranks if you have not yet done so yourself uh, at the bottom of the hour, the weekly Prophet of Woe and Lamentation, Daniel Horowitz will be joining us. We continue on with part two of Buy Seller Hold, brought to you by Axon Taser. Like I told you the other day, I love these things. I gotta have him give me one of these things. I've long wanted to own one. I love a good tasing. And frankly, I think there's just a long list of people that could use one.
2: Yeah, my list today got a lot longer.
0: <laughs> uh, Taser is non-lethal, and it's it's the most effective non-lethal self-protection device. Uh, and and these ones uh, from Axon, they are small, lightweight enough to carry with you. And either your glove compartment or even, ladies, your purse. Uh, and here's the thing uh, they use an electrical charge that will immobilize an attacker for up to 30 seconds, allowing you time to escape, send an emergency dispatch to your GPS location. Uh, they come loaded with features as well, like laser assisted targeting the emergency dispatch, uh, which will send a response team to your GPS location upon firing automatically and more. Um, more than 237,000 lives impacted by the Taser network of devices, apps, and personnel. All right, so if you want to get started right now, you you can get them without a permit here in the United States. Uh, Get the Taser Pulse Plus or the Taser Strike Light uh, at taser.com, promo code Steve. Taser.com, promo code Steve. You'll get 15% off as well, 15% off when you go to taser.com, promo code Steve. Aaron.
3: We'll go to listener submissions. Nathan is up first. Kerry Woods, a 20 strikeout game for the Cubs against the Astros in 1998 is the single greatest pitching performance in history.
0: I know that there was an analytic done a, year, a few years ago that, did, that rated it number one. Um, w- Bob Gibson, game one. 68 World Series against the Tigers? What was it, like 17, 18 strikeouts in that game, I seem to recall? Uh, To me, I think you have to go with something that's never... I'm okay if you pick that, because there's a metric out there that's measured it analytically and ranks it number one. I have to go with something. When someone's done something that's never been done before and since, I think you have to go with that. And that's Don Larson's perfect game in the World Series. It's the only time it's ever happened. So... Uh, I mean, uh, to me, I think you have to go with that one, but I'm okay if you pick the Kerry Wood game.
2: I'm a little partial, and it seems like there's enough wiggle room that I can expand beyond one game. If not, I'm not trying to break the rules, but I, I am a huge fan of the... The era of where the ace in a World Series pitched Game One, Game Four, and Game Seven. So I'm talking. Mickey ab-
0: Lolich. Well, no, that was Denny McClain. I'm, but who did who used to do well, that? Well,
2: I'm talking about your uh, f- a former famous Tiger Jack. Uh, Jack Morris uh, with the Twins. With the Twins in '91, yeah. Uh, it uh, with Dave Stewart with the A's. Yeah. I mean, D- Dave Stewart is a man who is not a. Hall of Famer throughout his career. But man, when that... He had a a window of like four years there where he was just a bad, bad man. And he wanted that ball and he took that ball. And if you would have given him some speech about load management, he would have punched you in the face. Uh, I, I have very fond memories of those. So no, no, Kerry Wood is absolutely fine. But the, when I think of pitchers, that's what I think of.
0: Yesterday, by the way... So June 29th is a momentous day in Major League Baseball history. I sent this over to uh, Kurt Schilling yesterday. I texted this to him. In 1990, it's the date since you brought up Dave Stewart it made me think about this. It's the date Fernando Valenzuela and Dave mm. Stewart each threw a no-hitter on the same night. Uh, 2004, it was uh, June 29th was the date that Randy Johnson became the fourth pitcher ever, Kurt's former teammate, to reach 4000 strikeouts. And in 2007, June 29th was the date that Barry Bonds hit his 750th career home Weird. run. Of course, only about uh, 400 of those are probably legitimate. Okay, but yeah. So June 29th is, uh, is a happening day in recent baseball history.
3: We'll move on to Joe Himes, who says, Vadi Bakum is the number one most important theologian at this current moment in time. Sell because
2: most people don't know who Vadi Bakum is.
0: I'll buy. I mean, I'm okay if you want to sell or buy because... Um, you know who the most important theologian right now is?
2: That guy on that stupid game back there. Joel Osteen. Because a lot of people know who he is and believe his crap, whether they go to his church or not.
0: Joe his Campus in uh, Houston, by the way, last week when <laughs> we were there. But, uh, um, I mean, Todd gave a good answer. I'm okay if you bought... I mean, in general, it's always better to take the field versus one person in any kind of a conversation like this, right. you know? But um, I can also see why someone would take Vody Bacham as their choice, so I'm okay with it, so I'll buy. Him and I had lunch together once at oh, the really? Iowa Health Homeschool Conference. You never mentioned that. Yeah, it, he was largely... Uh, an unknown figure in a lot of national evangelical circles at the time. He was very well known within homeschool circles, but I mean, homeschooling at the time was a niche within the evangelical niche, you know? But uh, yeah, um, we had him a speaker lunch, and it was me, him, and another speaker, uh, and my wife had lunch together. I don't think yeah. he probably even remembers that or knows my name, would be my guess, but. Moving
3: on, uh, we'll go to John Hensley. Five best sports traditions. will buy these whole cloth. Uh, seventh inning stretch at Wrigley Field. That's number five. Number four, awarding of the Masters Green Jacket. Number three, Olympic medal ceremonies. Number two, cutting down the nets after the NCAA basketball championship. And number one, the Stanley Cup handshake.
0: I think the first four are kind of cash money. I don't. Is the seventh inning stretch thing still a thing? At Wrigley, yeah, they still do it, but is it a, is it yeah. a thing? I know they do it, okay, but is it really a thing now? So, yeah. is yeah. it? Yeah. I mean,
2: I think we definitely it's could find thing. something to replace it, but I think that's a pretty strong list. Mm-hmm. I,
0: I I agree overall. I think yeah. the list is very strong, and if Harry Carey were still alive or was the first few years after he passed, I'd even be, I I'd have just taken it whole cloth. But I just don't hear a lot about it right now, so, but okay, I would, I'll I'd, leave it on there then.
2: I uh, I. I think these days, if we got rid of any of this Wrigley Field thing, we would we would probably put in there that the NFL is gay, right? That's that's the direction we. I mean, right?
0: yeah. where does kneeling for the anthem? Where's that at? Do you think?
3: Um, that's that's a good question.
0: Okay, what about um, tweeting race hoaxes like. Uh, LeBron James did, and the uh, former uh, Steeler uh, or, or Seahawk other. defensive lineman. Where, where's that rank? It's a tradition unlike any other. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Men slash women's powerlifting.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. Moving on, uh, Carmel with an A, or Caramel with an A, who knows. The red states will turn to a different form of currency when the dollar crashes, and those straight states will thrive. Uh, sell. sell.
0: There will be a full-fledged f- f- schism before that w- were to happen. Meaning something like that will not predate a schism. That would this, The schism will occur, bef- and then something like that would happen.
2: What about, this is Je- Jesse Kelly's rant. Like, what about conservatives that you see on a regular basis shows that they, they, they will go on the offensive like that? But no, 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 not going to happen.
3: Next, Dennis McCullough says, Gwen Berry won't place at the Olympics, and assuming that
0: she is a she, her 15 minutes are up. So I'm glad that this came up here, okay? Because I, I kind of feel like we're falling for a banana in the tailpipe here. Again? Again. And no one cares who this person is or what they thought until they did this, right? Was she? It's the Colin Kaepernick model. And maybe I've been reading too much of our buddy Jason Whitlock's stuff lately, okay? But it's... It's got me rethinking my, my paradigm on some of this, okay? What, when we say Kaepernick was not a good quarterback, I've corrected this many times. That's actually way untrue. I believe his final year in San Francisco, or maybe it was the year he had in Arizona, he had a, a, a quarterback rating of, of something over 90. I mean, that's not elite, but a lot of guys don't get benched for having quarterback ratings of 90 plus, right? You know, typically, we're not drafting your, your, your replacement in the first round the next year after you have a 90-plus quarterback rating, right? Mm-hmm. You might not be Aaron Rodgers, right? But yeah, that guy's probably your starting quarterback. That's considered pretty good. So it wasn't true that he wasn't good. That's not true. What is true, though, is that he came up with a business model, a guy that was saved by a white family, adopted by a white family, And then his white high school coach thought this guy has a lot of talent that is going unnoticed, so he cut up his film and sent it to a bunch of college coaches that he knew to get him to recruit them. A white coach who went on to be in the College Football Hall of Fame at the University of Nevada saw the tape. Um, brought him in and then devised an offense called the pistol that he thought would uniquely take advantage of his talents. Another white coach named Jim Harbaugh drafted him in the second round of the NFL draft way ahead of when anybody else thought he'd get drafted because he saw the potential. And then that same white coach a year later benched his white starting quarterback. That was the franchise's number one overall draft pick uh, in order to experiment with this new offense in the middle of the season. As you can see, there's a long train of abuses here. Colin Kaepernick's life is nothing if not a trail of tears testifying to the mighty power of white privilege and systemic racism. Correct? Yes. Yeah, white America, including um, uh, Phil Knight at Nike, has been very, very good uh, to Colin Kaepernick, if you look at the, the arc of his lifetime. all right. What he's figured out how to do here, though, is if I grow my hair out and um, I, I... SJW and write cops or pigs on my shoes. You forget the fact that I'm a miniature Imelda Marcos where there's an entire room in my home, in my mansion devoted to shoes. You forget about that. My shoe collection.
2: He's just name imaging and likeness, baby. That's That's all he's doing.
0: And so he has extended his personal gravy train way beyond what his playing usefulness as a player would have been way beyond that. And This idea that the NFL didn't want him back, they organized a special tryout for him a few years ago. He ducked it. He doesn't want to play anymore because he's making too much money doing this. To me, what what Gwen Berry is doing is trying to emulate this model. I mean, if she's third in the Olympic trials, she's she's not terrible, right? Right. But is she an elite athlete? No, she's not. First of all, it's the hammer throw. And the chick hammer throw so no one really cares. But secondly, in her own country, she's third. That's pretty good, right? But on a world stage, is she a contender for the gold medal?
2: I'm not trying to diminish your argument. I, I have no idea because sometimes America is so good at certain sports relative to the rest of the world that even they're okay. – I, I, I just don't – like gymnastics. Okay. I just don't know. Okay. So, but your the, argument the, is right. But
0: the long – okay, uh, you're Mr. Olympics, right? How many uh, how many women's hammer throwers have you guys celebrated in your that, home over the last twenty years?
2: Exactly zero. Okay, all yes. right.
0: So we're not talking yes. about the Kenyan runners here. Okay, Correct. you could be the seventh best distance runner in Kenya, yes. and and yes. and and you There's, might finish in the it. top five of the Boston Marathon. You right. Got that. All right. So this is not a sport that that it has it captures the American imagination that's every four exactly years. Right. All right. She has figured out a way here to gravy train this. This is a brand. And by doing this now, who? How many more people know who Gwen Berry is compared to a week ago at this time? At least three hundred percent more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot, there's gold in them hills. Yes. And and how much are we fueling that with all the all the articles and all the and all the rants we've done about it in conservative media for the last week? Well, here's the trick. almost exclusively, I would argue, that's the smoke she wants. She did this to provoke you. It worked. This is going to give her the street cred she wants. Now, some of you are going to say, so we just let these people just get away with it? No. What I'm saying is d- deny d- deny fires oxygen, number one. Number two, why would you waste your time on pawns? Presidential candidates come to me. They'll try to send me their staff or their errand boys or what have you. I only want to talk to the person. You want my support? I'm talking to the guy making the decisions, not your flunky, all right? to you or don't waste my time you want to you want to push back on this make an example out of megan rapino so that there will be no more gwen berries making an example out of gwen berry does nothing she's a nobody and it turns her into a somebody now we're building up the next megan rapino shoot the generals aim your arrows at the generals go after them why are the pawns in front of the king and the queen on the chessboard? That would seem to indicate who's the more important piece on the board, right? Mm-hmm. What's the prime real estate, the prime capture, the prime casualty here? Aim there. But we're this is it. she wants this smoke we're giving her. Talent, she's taking these clips from The Blaze and Breitbart and everybody else. She's going to take them to our talent agency, guys. We're creating more Megan Rapinoe's. You want to end this? Make an example of the existing one. That's my point.
2: It's a great point, and I absolutely agree with it. And here's the: when we talk about the answer is us, this part is actually most of the parts are, are you don't have good excuses. It's just that you're you know you're scared. It's too hard. Uh, but this part is a tactically. Because on this show we just got done talking, Steve and I agree, and you know what? That that Morse code dude in the uh, Ohio legislature, in that case, he's a legislature version of her or Rapino. And in that moment we agreed that there needed to be a boot stomping. But in this case, tactically, is this is this the moment? Is this Rapino moment or is this whatever her name is moment? I that is genuinely tactically challenging. Mm-hmm.
3: Next up we'll go to constitutional A-Hole who says Greg Abbott will not be the governor of Texas after the twenty twenty-two election.
2: I'll I'll buy, not because I think the odds even favor it, but as we talked about it in the show, there's enough of a va- odds that I would have never guessed before that um yeah, he he may I don't, realize that he has kind of recovered enough of that, which was lacking a lot during COVID restored things and go on to greener pastures. There's enough of that there in my mind, even though it's not a majority that I'll buy your premise.
0: I'm hesitating because I, I mean, I talked to several people that matter in Greg Abbott's base recently, and they are all to some varying degree unhappy. Um, I'll sell, I guess. I'll play the odds analytically. The reason I'll sell is I think somebody like Alan West could have absolutely defeated him in a primary because he he crosses the number one threshold. What have I always told you guys in my career? I realized the number one thing that determined primaries was what? Name ID. Name ID. Alan West comes in with massive name ID. The problem is Trump's already undercut him by endorsing him. And, And Trump cannot afford to have uh cannot take an L in a primary in Texas. So um he will do whatever he can at this point to ensure Greg Abbott wins. So that's not good for Trump's political brand at all. To endorse in Texas statewide and lose, is that good for Trump's political brand? No. No, no. not on any level. And now you got okay. me
2: thinking even more does is that wrapping himself that tightly with that endorsement is that something Greg Abbott wants, which speaks to my premise. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's Greg Abbott who wanted that endorsement. Yeah, he he did, he, did. He actively, you know, yes, I, he yes, actively yes, went up. Okay, yes, then, that, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's an attempt to try to who's who's bigger in who's bigger in Alan West base than Alan West. Trump. Donald Trump. Yeah, so that's with an attempt to well, Trump. Alan West. Okay. The other thing is too. I hate this game. Is I don't think Matthew McConaughey will run. I've, I've we've just seen this with celebrities on the right and the left before. The flirtation with it, it's intoxicating. And it's kind of the opposite of Trump, where Trump loved the battle of acquiring the office more than what it actually took to hold it, okay? Mm-hmm. I think these celebrities actually like the idea of governing more than, because keep in mind, a, a lot of them are managed by handlers and their images are, are, yeah. are deftly crafted. And, and the idea of everything that involved in their lives coming out, Um, It's just not something that I think a lot of them, in the end, when they count the cost, want to do. So because I think Trump has, whether you like it or not, has effectively um, emasculated Alan West as a primary challenger. And I think that McConaughey, in the end, will not run. Then I think Abbott will survive. Those are the two reasons I would give. All
2: right.
3: Next up, Gobuck says, "If the Ohio State Buckeyes did their jobs as well as Ohio politicians do, the Buckeyes would go two and ten every year.
0: <laughs> I saw a, a Ohio State sports writer tweeted something along those lines last week because he was waiting he was in the legislature watching them handle the n i l issue okay and how they just got it all." loaded down with a bunch of other pork and other stuff that they're going to argue about for days. And of course they're like, Hey, if all these States go with NIL and we don't have it in Ohio, we're going to lose recruits. So then we mm-hmm. got to get this done. Right. You know? So, um, based on what I saw in that video, I'll, I'll buy.
2: Uh, I'll buy. And this speaks, uh, in a fashion to what Steve was talking about, uh, earlier, uh, in the show after the montage, if you guys were known as Bucknuts, uh, for how you uh, engage uh, your duties in the legislature man we'd all be Finding, you know, selling our homes and, and moving to Ohio. You this got, is the Michigan fan yes. begging for the bucknuts yeah. to come out. You got it all this backwards. was the former
0: never Trump guy begging for a more authoritarian President Trump yeah. and for Donald Trump to put more of his thumb on the scale of the Republican Party. You see my point? Yeah. I mean I, I mean, I want more one. I want more of what your detractors are claiming you are. Yeah. I want to see I'd like to see more yeah. of that actually. And yes. here's
2: why Steve and I can just have the disagreement we had about name engine name image and likeness or instant replay but more than anything about steve that i will defend to the death is whether it's the sports or video games or anything like that. You know why he gets all of that? Because he puts more work in and more work first, and he won't give himself those luxuries until he considers the things of God first and then duty to his country. And all of you so-called name, image, and likeness victims and poor me's and uh, the Olympics are, are my oppression and all this, because you don't. You absolutely don't. These are your idols uh, and you're now sh- you're making me bend the knee to your idol. You won't do any duty to God and country, uh, and that's why I will never do anything about fight your causes. He gets those things because he puts them third, fourth, fifth, wherever they belong in the proper order of things. You people don't, and your idols are destroying this country.
3: Sometimes I wish Todd would be a little bit more demonstrative. Uh, Next up, Bob (laughs) says, uh, top five bleep yeah America movie scenes to honor the 4th of July. You mean Independence Day. Uh, Number five, Top Gun opening scene, F-18s on the carrier. Number four, Apocalypse Now, Ride of the Valkyries. Three, Apollo 13, This Will Be Our Finest Hour. And number two, Armageddon, President's Address to the World. Number one, Rocky IV. Knockout of Drago.
0: That's a pretty good list. That's a really good list. That's a really good list. I think there is a glaring omission, though. All right. Is there a July Fourth homage? No, 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 no. You're going to (laughs) you're going to agree with me. I'm pretty confident. (laughs) Okay. All right. Independence Day. of the president. Bill Pullman's presidential speech. It's fantastic. That that has to be on there somewhere, doesn't it? It's fantastic. Yeah. I'm not arguing with. Okay. So I I, know here's my problem. I don't know what we're going to take off. Yeah. I guess I would take off the ride of the Valkyries and Apocalypse now because it's technically about in a war a war we lost, maybe. Okay. No,
2: I also agree with your logic on that, but now I can't get oh the, the top gun theme. In yeah the, beat, the doom. Yeah. Oh, so good.
3: Yeah. Next up, we go to Tiny Johnny. Top 10 Duran Duran we songs go. of the 80s and 90s. Now,
0: finally, a list I care about. Actually, um, I liked the last
3: list pretty good, too. But. Should we just do the top five? Yeah, let's just do the top five.
0: Wait a minute. Girls on Film is not in the top five? Easy. Number nine. Wow. Yeah. Number five, The Reflex.
3: How do you have okay. that at number five? Okay,
0: first of all, is there something I should know is arguably their best song, and it's number eight? I may cancel this list right now. Okay. So, selling What's on what? that. Yeah, I'm selling on the list.
2: It, it, uh, the, the list order has issues. Yeah, They're, I mean... A view to a kill should be 9 or 10. Uh, Wild Boys should not be as low Wild as Wild Boys four. ahead of the Reflex, the biggest yeah, hit they ever had? Saying, no. I mean, Come Undone is not number 2. No. It's, no. So... the uh, I wouldn't hey, even let you get away my, with... This was I, my first seventh grade th- these guys in uh, which Taylor is which Taylor yes Andy Taylor, Nick, Andy, Taylor, John but, right yes yeah. but yeah I love this band
0: um, there's no way the reflex is number five I mean I'm okay if you put Rio and, and Hungry Like the Wolf which are on the same album I'm okay if you put them one and three If they yeah. wouldn't be my one and three but that's not like at a terrible call but is there something I should know I actually think is the best song they ever did and The Reflex is the is the most popular, famous song they ever did. There's no way those songs are five and eight on the list.
2: Tiny Johnny, let's face it. If you're being really honest with Un with the Lasso of Truth, come undone. That's the song that was playing the first time you kissed a girl, and it has a special place in your <laughs> heart. And hey, if that's true, I
0: hear it belongs maybe at number one. A- yes. I gotcha. And if that's the rationale, then you know what? I take back what I just yeah. said. The dude code has yes. been upheld. Absolutely. That, that, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, next
3: up, Freedom Unicorn says ho-hos are better than ding-dongs.
0: Uh, sell. Huh? Sell. I'm I would take s- Suzy Q's, though, over both of them. <laughs> like Okay. That's so
2: great. That's
0: so Dacian. I see the, you when I raise you on yeah, give sweets. Me the, give me the bigger <laughs> sandwich with even more whipped cream. That's the superior I one. I yes. answer. I just <laughs> defer. There's no point.
2: <laughs>
3: Nice. So we, we're divided on that one. Uh, Adam says three pet peeves uh, fans do uh, during sporting events: booing every time the opposing pitcher throws out over to first. Yeah,
0: that doesn't happen too often anymore. I'm not like upset about it.
2: Yeah, I've got so many pet peeves. Yeah. I don't have room for that. In fact, one.
0: mine's not even on the list. We'll see. Okay, but go ahead.
3: A uh, guy at a golf tournament who yells dumb things after a shot.
0: That's becoming a, way too much of a cliche. I I, I I enjoyed it for the PGA Championship when the fans first came back, but watching the U.S. Open a couple weeks ago, I'm sick of it again already. So I'm I'm totally okay with that one. Yeah. Goodbye, and Todd. Uh, yes.
3: Uh, wearing a jersey of a team not playing in the game they're at.
0: Now, oh, see, no, this could be I'm kind of a that. dude code contrarian play. No, I'm totally fine with Okay, I'm, see, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. I'll tell you what I'm, because you guys know I love the NFL draft, okay? The whole booing the commissioner for every draft pick thing, uh, I'm just beyond it now. And now it's getting even worse because Goodell is trying to, like, WWE it, all right, and, like, Agamon and, you know, in the whole thing, it's just, it just gets in the way of every single pick. They boo every pick. And I'm that one for me, I'm so over that,
2: yeah i'm uh I'm umpiring right now, so the very proud, lone voice in the stands, call it both ways. <laughs> You're such a moron, I mean my, yes, that's why I come out here uh after I do this job, I go out there and I stand for five hours and I give back my time to the game I love. Because I'm in on the take for a high school
0: JV baseball game, you twit. (laughs) We know you're getting paid under the table by ICAM Manila. We know this. Like I said, more demonstrative, Todd. Come on now.
3: Blaine Thompson says, as much as I love him, Dace will pop because he's so full of himself. (laughs) (laughs) When he's talking
2: about ding-dongs,
0: he is. Oh, gosh. That's great.
3: Um... SSG Bob Brooks says top five greatest ad campaigns of all time. Now, this is this is a good one. Check. Number five, so easy a caveman can do it from Geico. I mean,
0: that still has legs now. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Missed yeah. those. Number
3: four, just do it from Nike. Absolutely yes. one of the
0: most effective of all time. Yeah.
3: Yep. Number three, what's up? What's up? I-, ah! no.
2: I mean,
0: I still come into the office sometimes or come home and I still do that sometimes. No. no? It's, uh, I'm so I'm, in on that. I love what's No. Ah! I, I loved it.
2: Greatness I'm gonna make sure the bar on that is high. I don't that thing had some influence,
3: but greatness no
0: no i'm still with I'm still with Wes ha. I'm still okay. with it yeah.
3: Number two, most interesting man in the world from nah. Dos Equis. To me, I'd,
0: I'd give me some Yokiero Taco Bell instead. You're the ugly man. Okay. No, this, was, yes.
3: this was refined. I love that.
0: Remember, remember who was the who was the athlete? The the Bud commercials of the athlete, Leon can't do everything. Remember yeah. that guy? Yeah. I mean, I would take That's, that over the most interesting yeah. guy in the world. I love that guy. Oh, yeah. right. Leon can't do everything. Yeah. Number
3: one, real men of genius from Bud Light. If this is not unanimous, I don't want to live in this world.
2: I'm anymore. okay
0: with this being number one. Okay. Okay. I mean, I could probably come up with other things. Yes, but I know I could. That is, I don't want to disappoint Aaron. He seems yes. to find meaning Thank in you. this. It's it's worthy of it. There might be other things as worthy of it, but I think it's worthy of it. I'm okay with it. All right, we'll come back. The weekly prophet of woe and lamentation, Daniel Horowitz. He will join us next. Parents, listen up. Here's what you want to know. uh, If you want to see if there's an option for you uh, to no longer have your kids getting indoctrinated in government schools, there is, uh, courtesy of our friends over at Freedom Project Academy, because unlike the government schools, FPA, has perfected live online learning for more than a decade it's built on judeo-christian values and a classical curriculum what's that mean it means that your children will be educated the way that the the generations that founded uh, and passed on this country the way they were educated mastery of subject matter uh, not propaganda propaganda Critical thinking, not indoctrination. All right. And if you want to learn more information about Freedom Project Academy, had my own son uh, enrolled there for several years. Uh, I know Dr. Duke Pesta, who helped found and run the school now. I know him personally. So I can give you a personal recommendation that this is a place you want to check out. Go to freedomforschool.com and get a free information packet today. Again, when you go to freedomforschool.com, you take the first step in making sure that your child is not one of the high school graduates that shows up to college with a 7th grade reading level. Okay, Uh, Don't let your child be dumbed down. Freedomforschool.com Get that free information packet. See if it's right for you and your family at freedomforschool.com. Let's bring in the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation. The one and only Daniel Horowitz. Good to see you, my friend. Let's begin with an issue that I know is near and dear to your heart and that is uh, criminal justice. Bill Cosby, is poised to walk out of a Pennsylvania penitentiary today, a free man, after the state Supreme Court overturned his conviction, I believe on the grounds that he had signed a prosecutorial deal claiming that if he talked to them that they would not prosecute him, and then they did anyway. And that what he said in that interview was the basis for his prosecution, or at least enough of it. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court today said because of that prosecutorial misconduct, uh, Bill Cosby is now a free man. Your thoughts on another clear example of white privilege, Daniel?
1: No, exactly, uh, Steve. I think what's really important here, I don't know so many of the details of the Cosby story, And let's just assume that the judges were looking at that uh, uh, consent agreement with the prosecutor, and it it checked out, and they were ruling pursuant to the law. But it underscores a broader point that I've been yelping about for a decade. Both parties have now bought onto this notion that there's an over-incarceration problem. That somehow we're just grabbing people innocent or, or just for doing nothing and just throwing them in jail forever. And I say to people, we start with a universe of people that actually committed violent crimes or other crimes. Then how many of those are even caught? How many of those that we catch is their probable cause to indict them? How many of those could we land a conviction on? There's 50 ways from Sunday for people with the most violent, heinous things that they're guilty as sin, which we know he is in this case, to get off on technicalities. Some of it's bullcrap. Some of it is, you know, it's just a, a feature of our system of due process. Um, and it's been expanded over the years. But the, but the point is, I, I've been saying all along, if we would merely solve and convict and imprison everyone who commits robbery, aggravated assault, murder, and rape, just those four, the prison population would swell by hundreds of thousands, if you look at the uncleared cases. So this notion that somehow we are over-incarcerating is absurd. I just put out an analysis in Minnesota. Out of the 17,000 and change of individuals convicted for a felony on a given year, those are convicted. I don't know the universe of those who actually did it or were charged. That's much, much larger. We, we fail to land convictions. Just 18% served prison time in line with the sentencing guidelines, which are pretty lenient there. And that doesn't factor in that most of them get out with the early credits that are very generous in Minnesota. Hmm. Nobody serves time anymore, Steve, unless you're a grandmother that was walking into the Capitol with an American flag and someone was opening up the – the cop was opening the door for her.
0: Let's – Let's continue on the theme of law and justice. Let, let's go to the U.S. Supreme Court. So former President Trump had his first rally over the weekend in Ohio uh, in a, for a congressional candidate uh, to get rid of one of the, uh, the, I think it's Congressman Gonzalez there, former Ohio State football player, who had voted for his impeachment. He's supporting his, uh, his uh, primary opponent. But he said he was disappointed with what he has seen so far from the conservatives on the U.S. Supreme Court. Now, he's appointed three of them. We all greatly pressured the White House to go ahead and make the appointment last year uh, but during the election, and there was a lot of, uh, of, of hope for Amy Coney Barrett, who a lot of us thought should have been the choice ahead of Brett Kavanaugh the last time. How are these choices performing in this Supreme Court session so far? Am I wrong, or has Amy Coney Barrett been a disappointment to this point?
1: So she, she appears to be roughly around Kavanaugh territory. Kavanaugh is like what Roberts was about five, seven years ago. Um, Roberts has become totally the fourth vote for the left. Um, Ken, uh, Kavanaugh is now the swing vote. Um, Gorsuch sometimes is very good, but then has some very spectacular problems. So I view none Gorsuch as Trump- a
0: libertarian, Daniel. He's yeah. really
1: good on the stuff he's really
0: good on and then exactly. just blows your mind on everything else. Is that fair?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because that's kind of what libertarians go- are,
0: right? They're great on this stuff they're great on, and then everything else. Like, how do you even exactly. think that, basically? Okay. Exactly.
1: How could you think that a man's a woman? And and that's the thing there. And and Barrett is somewhere either as bad as Kavanaugh or between Kavanaugh and, and Gorsuch, some order of that. I mean, Steve, I, I just want to point this out. I, you know, I mean, I wrote a book on this. I wrote tons of articles, you know, 11 reasons why just appoint better judges won't won't help. You have to de-emphasize judicial supremacism. It sounded like a really bad argument because everyone's like, what do you mean, Daniel? I mean, Trump's going to get a number of picks. How do you say it's not going to make a difference? And what they don't understand is that it's not just the fact that they were never going to overturn long-standing bad precedent. They're not even reversing the new insane stuff percolating in the system. So we had this Fourth Circuit ruling that a school board, it's in its in the 1972 education, you know, Title IX, um, that the school board has to allow, um, they're not allowed to have male and female bathrooms. You have to allow anyone in the bathroom they want. Um, you know, you, you don't have a right to breathe, to open a business, to avoid uh, an experimental injection, but you do have the right to use the dude's bathroom or the or, or the female bathroom if you're or if you're, if you're a man. And it was utterly insane. I mean, this is the type of thing that there should have been an injunction on a long time ago. Yet, what is it? Four years after that decision, Alito and Thomas were the only ones who would have granted the appeal from that bad ruling. Granted CERT, meaning we were 0 for 3 with the Trump-appointed judges on an issue like that. So what's that mean? What that means is that we are never going to overturn a longstanding bad precedent. Um, we are not going to overturn recent bad precedent. And it will be hit or miss on how many new bad things percolating in the court will they decline from enshrining. Um, but what I'm warning you guys is that a lot of what the court has been doing, and, and, and these are seminal issues, It's not that they render bad opinions, although sometimes they do and and the Trump judges sign on to it, but it's the shadow docket. They allow the Fourth and Ninth Circuits, for example, to have these earth-shattering, outlandish opinions. Like, for example, if you don't cut off the balls of a sex offender in Idaho prison at his behest and pay for that castration, that is a violation of the Eighth Amendment. That's not an exaggeration. That's what the Ninth Circuit said it's cruel and unusual punishment not to cut his balls off. We might have said that maybe that should be the punishment for someone like that. But if they request it, you actually have to give it to them, and you can't decline. Um, Two two years ago, and Barrett wasn't there. Just to
0: to reset this, if if we had decided to to cut the balls off a sex offender for being one, that's cruel and unusual punishment. But if he says, cut my balls off so I can be a chick— then now we have to we have to subsidize that. It's a civil right, correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Eighth Amendment. It wasn't statutory. It was it was constitutional. And they denied CERT. Barrett wasn't on the court yet, um, but they denied CERT. That and, meant and, they couldn't
0: and, get four judges to agree to hear the case for the No, for the, and
1: and Steve, yeah. and Steve, another important thing I just want to say. So before Barrett, we were wondering if there was some sort of a play of, okay. You have four to take it up, so really we should be able to take it up, but maybe they think they don't have five to win it because Roberts would be a problem, so they're kind of biding their time to fight another day. Right. What's scary about what we saw this week with the transgender case on yeah, the court Yeah, they agreed not to take is, that
0: case even with her on the court, right? Even with, her, even, yeah.
1: even with five votes excluding uh, uh, Roberts. That's a big problem. So, I, to
0: me, I think this is all coming to a head with the Mississippi abortion case, one way or the other. That that they either blow up forever, the canard of vote Republican for good judges, which has been the primary fundraising mechanism and tool for fake conservative organizations our entire lives, that either gets blown up all the way in everybody's face out in the open in a way that's just you can't you can't miss, or then they strike a great blow, and that's why this strategy worked, and we'll go on the rest of our natural lives with that as a talking point. But am I wrong that that's going to bring this to a head? And then based on what you're seeing here, what do you think will happen when they rule on this next year?
1: Steve, I don't think it will bring it to to a head. The cycle of politics goes on forever, and the reason is because it always gets worse. The left, the more the right-leaning politicians and judges give in to them, The more they think of new things, and then that's the new uh, battle line. So then we need judges to stop that until they don't, and then it's the next thing. Uh, See,
0: I, I agree with you as a macro, but you know, we tried to have a conversation this week about Trump, Desantis, whether Trump should run again for a third time, blah 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 blah. My inbox immediately inundated with emails. What is the point of elections? They're not even fair. And what are we until we address that? Nothing else matters. I think what happened in this last election absolutely, in broad daylight, blew up a few shibboleths. I absolutely think along those lines, a majority GOP court with three Trump appointees striking down a red state abortion ban on kids post 15 weeks. There's no way that that doesn't have some similar reverberations as the voter fraud does. It just it blows up the whole canard. The whole thing, the whole thing that this has been about from the beginning is this was the only way we're going to overturn Roe. It's the number one last reason left people had to vote Republican. There's no way if they betray us on this, Daniel, there will not be a fallout from that.
1: And I see what you're saying. And that is the one argument for why there might be five votes um, just on that issue, just to cleanse that, what they're going to do on every other yeah, issue. to cleanse their palate and then
0: reboot. And we did
1: the, this, we did the thing, and now back to the FedSoc uh,
0: scam. We go back to what yeah, we typically I, do. Yeah, and I could
1: see that, but I could also see, I'm sure, and, and we see this from a number of opinions, Roberts appears to be recruiting Kavanaugh and now Barrett to play this chicken game, this muddling game, to see how he could gum up the works. So it might be a partial decision, that partially upholds it under certain circumstances and creates a lot of ambiguity for this to continue going on. I could see that as well. Um, That definitely is a trick up his sleeve. But remember, they're always in a better position when the lower court already completely struck it down, because then anything less than that, they look like they're— you right. know, indulging our side. Right. This is the whole game. And, and and this is what people don't realize, that the lower court liberal judges could always do whatever they want. And that's one of the reasons why I have always said you're never going to fix judicial supremacy. You have to ignore it.
0: Right. So so they go all the way to hell. A Majority GOP, uh, uh, you know, uh, Supreme Court says you go halfway there and we even grant your premise. And they you know, they they look like, uh, you know, we've we just beat Santa Ana at the Alamo. I hear you. Great stuff, man. As always, talk to you next week. Take care. You bet. Let's mention one more time, if uh, if you want to escape to or from a place, relocate, or maybe just where you live in your own hometown. You're going to upgrade or downgrade. The kids are gone. You don't need this much space. You're going to upgrade because um, you're moving on up. Whatever the case may be, make sure you go in in this unprecedented environment. Bing. Yes, make sure you go in with a real estate agent that you can trust. And again, you would find them where the name says real estate agents, That's a company started by Glenn Beck and some of his associates who realized, you know what? We don't have to have any more sad stories with real estate agents not coming through for us when in our own in our own audience here, we can find those good agents with proven, vetted, verified track records and then connect them with members of our audience who need them. And from there, it just mushroomed from there and has grown all the more when you head to realestateagentsitrust.com. Again, that's realestateagentsitrust.com. Gentlemen, any final thoughts? So
3: we've talked about before how we tend to say the following phrase or some variation of the phrase. There are multiple explanations for X, Y, Z, and none of them are good. Well, Mm -hmm. I'm noticing another thing as well. Now, it's still very, very rare. So much more, I would say, 100 times more rare than us saying that phrase. But it's some variation of we're in kind of a win-win situation. And this is, it again, it doesn't happen off the top of my head, I can maybe think of one or two other times in in recent months where we have said this, but particularly with the Supreme Court. Either one, they show everyone for once and for all that they are not who we thought that they were going to be, or we thought that they could be with the Mississippi case we're talking about here, or they actually uphold that uh, Mississippi ban. And that's a very good thing. And that will send reverberations. Either way, I think if you are invested in the cause of life, which is why so many people who watch this show and uh, assent to a, what us and others say about the life issue and conservatism in general, that's why you get into this. Um, if you are committed to that issue, you should be happy with what's going to happen. Because what we're really saying is we're going to get the truth. No lies. You can't obfuscate on this one. There's no ties on a, a a nine justice Supreme Court. We're going to get the truth one way or the other. Either truth wins or we're going to get the truth that those uh, in power to a- actually uphold the truth are not actually interested in doing so. I think we should be happy about that.
0: Wholeheartedly agree with that.
2: I'm expecting the latter. Uh, we are at the point in the... Uh, movie of the end game and right at the beginning where they realize that the future is th- there's no normal there you have to go to the past to get to something normal hmm. and we are too proud of themselves we love our netflix and chill too much i don't think we're going to go back to the past that's where we need to go to have a good ruling on this and they won't go there they like themselves too see
0: much. i think that's a good ruling then it spanks us at a, at a, and it hits. It's as you like to say, "Where would yet be struck?" That's the most sensitive yeah. region of our entire movement. Is would be that right it there. Maybe forever. Yeah, John three seventeen. This is Steve Dace on the Blaze Radio Network.